how to overcome your gym limitations, starting with number one, time constraints. So how to work out with limited time. Most people will say that they have a busy schedule, they might find it challenging to either go to the gym regularly or even if they can, they don't have enough time to get their workout in because of various reasons, whether it be work, family, they want to maintain their social life, various factors can lead to not being consistent in the gym. How do you work out with limited time? Okay, so this is actually something that most people don't realize is that it doesn't matter how much time you have to work out. This is in the scenario that you actually have limited time, which for most people who claim that they have limited time, it's actually not the truth. It's just the real problem is that they have poor time management, which manifests itself as limited time to actually do the things that are gonna help them improve in their life. But let's, hypothetically, let's say you actually are the busiest guy in the world or girl and you just don't have the time to work out. You don't really need that much time. You only need 15, 20, 30 minutes and you can get a really good workout in. A lot of the time, people, when you're in the gym, most of the time you spend is not working out. Most of the time you spend is sitting around resting for the next set. Now, if you're more efficient with your time through various methods, you can crank through an entire workout, which might take one person three hours because they're playing on their phone or chatting with their friends or doing various things that aren't actually performing the reps in the sets. And you can compress that into 45 minutes or 30 minutes. And let's say you don't even have 45 minutes and you can't do a traditional mm -hmm. strength training workout. You can still do workouts that you're going to finish in 10, 15, 20 minutes. Now, there's people out there who train military style and they'll hit burpees nonstop for 15 minutes and they're done. Burpees, squats, push-ups, pull-ups and they just don't stop. They're constantly supersetting everything. And obviously that is for someone who's really in shape, but there's workouts that are adjustable. They can be regressed all the way down to the, the most beginner, the most overweight, the most out of shape person, all the way up to the most in shape, strongest, fittest, whatever, crossfitter, just, someone who's super like athletic. So time really isn't an issue. If you are super busy, it's really about how do you intentionally build a program to, how do you intentionally build a program so that you can make progress in the time that you have? It's all about intention and preparation. If you don't have the intention when you get the gym and the moment you step in, the clock starts counting down, you're at 29.59 and you're just looking at the machines like, I'll do this today, I'll do that today, and then you wonder why you haven't made any progress. You haven't made progress not because you don't have enough time, you haven't made progress because you walked into the gym not knowing what you're gonna do, you play on your phone for half the time, and now you've worked out for a grand total of 12 minutes and good luck making any progress. 
Now, that's a scenario where you don't have time. Let's talk about the scenario where you just have poor time management, so you can't allocate a substantial chunk to being able to work out because you're wasting your time doing random nonsense, bullshit degenerate activities. Whether it's doing the death scroll on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube shorts or whatever your social media of choice is, whether you're just playing video games, you could be essentially just fucking off. You could be doing drugs, you could be out drinking so that you stay up late and then you wake up late and now it's already 2 p.m. and you just have to crank out your actual work or your school or whatever position you're in and now all of a sudden the hours of 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. are gone. Those hours are wasted. You were spent sleeping where if you had gone to bed at a good time, you wouldn't need to deal with that shit. You could have woken up at 6 a.m., been at the gym at 7, work out from 7 to 8.15, and then you're starting the day fresh. You shower, you're ready to go by 8.45, you've eaten, and now you have the full day ahead of you. And you have plenty of time to do whatever you need to do. If you have hours and hours of work, guess what? It's 8.45 a.m. You can work out, you can work for 12 hours straight and it's only 9 p.m. if that's what you need to do. And guess what? You already got your workout in. So that's how to work out with a busy schedule, with a time constraint, and still be able to get it done. All right, so going on to number two of perceived limitations or potential issues, challenges of being able to work out consistently, and that's a financial constraint. Now, most people believe that if I don't have the money, how am I gonna be able to consistently work out? Gym memberships are expensive, I have to hire a personal trainer, I have to get the monthly class package, and it's all just overwhelming, I can't afford this. And I'm here to tell you the truth that you don't know, need any of that to be able to work out effectively, efficiently, and consistently. Now you can go to the park outside and you can do pull-ups on the children's playset. Now let me tell you how much that costs. It's a grand total of zero dollars to go to the park and hit a workout. Now, if you're lucky, there's gonna be a calisthenics park nearby, and now, boom, you can hit your abs, you can hit your pull-ups, your push-ups, your dips, your squats, your pistol squats, your everything that you can think of to get an entire full body workout, top to bottom, and it costs zero dollars. Guess what? You can also just go for a run. You can get a pull-up bar in your house. Maybe you can't do a pull-up. Buy a band for $15 and buy a pull-up bar for $20. Now you're $35 and you have a workout setup that's gonna last you a lifetime. And boom, eventually you're gonna be doing full body pull-ups. You don't need the band anymore. And now you're cranking them out. Pull-ups, push-ups, squats. Who said that that you need to do more than that to get a good workout. It's not true. And the reason I know this is because this is what I did during COVID. I would run, I did pull-ups, I did push-ups, I did squats. 
Now, you might say, hey, that's there's only three exercises. Don't I need some variation? Yes, your 100% variation is uh, is necessary for giving yourself a new stimulus and having consistent progress and preventing injuries. All of those things are true. The thing that you're missing is that there's plenty of variations of the pull-up, of the push-up, of the squat. There's a thousand different ways that you can do those three exercises and then you're still achieving the same results. You don't need to go to a fancy gym with a thousand machines to be able to get it done. Now, if you think about a hunter-gatherer, they didn't have machines. They lifted shit. They hunted. They ran. I guarantee those people were in better shape than you are right now. So you don't need shit to work out. You can work out for free. All right, next. Lack of motivation. Now, a lot of people's like, how the fuck do I stay motivated to work out? It's boring. I'm not seeing progress. And you know what? That's just because you're not working out correctly. Because if you have your diet in check, you have your sleep in check, you're working out, you're going to see progress. And you're going to be motivated because it is addicting. It's like a drug. Once you see the progress, you will not be able to stop. Now, some people say, I don't have the discipline to be able to work, work out, stay on my diet, stay on my sleep for extended periods of time. It's really hard. You're mistaken because if you're relying on your discipline to get those things done, you're bound to fail because discipline is not an infinite pool that you can just keep on pulling from. Your mental willpower is not going to stay at max at all times. Like life is fluid. The definition of life is change. So you're not always going to be at your strongest mental point. Now, how do you get around this? How do you avoid having to use your discipline on a daily basis to go work out? It's simply habit formation. You need to build the habits from day one. The habits are the groundwork. That's the basis of making successful gym progress. So you don't need to use discipline. You simply do the things on autopilot. Your body, your brain knows what to do. You wake up and you're like, it's not about fighting this battle just to make it to the gym. It's the gym is simply part of your routine. There's a lot that goes into habit formation, but that's pretty much the basic thing that you, yes, progress is motivating, but at a certain point you shouldn't need motivation to go to the gym. It should just simply be who you are. All right. Next thing, some people might say, I'm afraid of getting hurt. So many people lift weights and get hurt. Or (laughs) I remember my parents saying, oh, you can't lift weights too early. You're not going to grow. All this stuff is nonsense. Getting injuries is a real thing. Overtraining is a real thing. Pushing too hard and not giving yourself uh, sufficient recovery is dangerous. It does increase your injury risk using improper form, lifting too fast, bombing your squat, not pausing in the right times, not bracing correctly. All this stuff can lead to injuries. Yes, you're right. But let's think about the other side of that coin. What causes injury in the first place? Is it the poor form 
Or is it the weakness of the joint not being able to sustain the forces in those angles? If you think about it like that way, there really is no poor form. There is no good form. There is no bad form. There's simply weakness. If your body cannot sustain the force in those positions, then you should train your body to be able to sustain that force. If you think about it that way, you're actually increasing your injury risk because you don't work out. Now, it's not about just working out because when you get in there and you put yourself in certain positions, yeah, you can get hurt. You need to give your body time to adjust. The, the human body is an adaptation machine. The human body is an incredible piece of art crafted to adapt to any situation that is presented to it given one condition. And that condition is that it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes consistency, and it takes not pushing yourself so hard that you can't recover and that you hurt yourself and you aren't able to get there in the first place. Injury risk is not a factor if you train smart. Poor form is not a factor if you train smart. Overtraining is not a factor if you have a good program. All of these excuses are nonsense. All right. Next point, social anxiety. How do you manage social anxiety in the gym? How do you face the intimidation of walking in and feeling like everyone is looking about, looking at you? They're judging you. They're like, who is that fat fuck who's walked into my gym? Let me tell you, as someone who in the gym environment is perceived as others to be a higher status individual, When I see a fat fuck walk into the gym, I'm happy for them. I'm fucking stoked. I think, wow, that guy's overweight and he's actually getting after it to try and make a positive change in his life. Good for that person. I'm happy for them. That's actually freaking awesome. No one gives a shit what you look like in the gym. They're all there to get their workout done. And if they're following all the things I've laid out before in this recording, they don't even know that you're there. They're focused on making their progress. They're focused on fitting in the workout in their schedule. They're focused on simply doing the habits that they have already laid out for themselves. They don't give a shit who you are, what you're doing. They might even, the most interaction you might get with some of these people is you might get a compliment for actually working hard. That's something I like to do because I think everyone needs to exercise and everyone needs to prioritize their health and fitness in their life. And when I see a fucking fat ass grinding and sweating and going hard on the treadmill, I will make it a point to go up to them and say, Hey, I've seen you in here and you're working out really hard. And I think that's fucking awesome. And you should keep doing it because it's admirable and I've been there before. I've been that, I was the skinny fat 14 year old who was super self-conscious. I had social anxiety and I felt like the way I looked wasn't good enough. At a certain point, I made enough progress where I feel like I'm a fucking God right now in the gym. I like, I walk in there and holy shit, I look good but I only got there because I went through the ups and downs. I went from skinny fat to, uh, I'm just like middle of the road, average looking, and then I went to being a fat fuck. 
I was strong, but I was a fat fuck. And then I shredded down and I lost all my muscle and then I was self-conscious because I was skinny and I didn't have my muscle. I went through the ups and downs. I went through the progression. You're gonna eat shit for a little bit. That's just the way it goes. Now, are you gonna let the social anxiety govern how you live your life? Or are you gonna take some control of your life and actually take the step to be a positive influence for yourself? It's simply the concept of, do you let other things control you? Or do you control the controllables? There are externals in your life that you can't control, but the internals, what you, what you do about how you feel or what you don't do in spite of what you feel, you can control. For example, you feel like you don't wanna to go to the gym. In spite of that, you do it. You feel like everyone's looking at you and they think that you're a fat piece of shit and you don't deserve to be there. In spite of that, you still do it. You walk in there and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All of these machines, are so confusing. In spite of that, you decide to put in a little bit of preparation, a little bit of research, and you go out and do it. Fuck. All right, environmental factors. Some people are, they're like, okay, I can't really get my workout in because the gym's too far away. I can't drive that far. Okay, that's fine. Like I said before, you don't really need to go anywhere to work out. You can work out from home. You can work out the local park. You can go for a run. You can work out on the pavement outside. Proximity to an actual gym is not an excuse. You can work out wherever you are, whenever you are, regardless of the equipment available and get a full body workout top to bottom. And when I say top to bottom, I really mean that. All the way from your neck to your toes. The location of the gym may be inconvenient, but are you gonna let that control your life? Is the difficulty for you to maintain a consistent attendance to the gym because it's like too far of a drive? Are you gonna let that affect your progress? I sure as hell wouldn't. I'd put in the preparation and I'd figure out what I'm doing. And if I didn't know what I was doing and I could, I don't know how to research, I couldn't figure this out, I would find someone who did and I would ask them. I, if I didn't know what the fuck to do, I would find me. I would want my 14 year old self to be asking me, my 22 year old self, how to work out. I would hope that they would have the foresight and be proactive enough to seek out someone to help them. All right, now the other factor that some people find it uncomfortable or difficult to get their gym is that the only time they can go is during peak hours and the gym is crowded and they can't really find a spot on a machine they can't do the workout that they planned out and it's just not working now there's a few solutions to this it might be well i may have to exercise some better time management and work out at different times it may be that I have to adjust my workout plan and find comparable exercises for the things that are a little bit more popular. It may be that I'm not gonna hit chest at 4 p.m. on a Friday because I know every other gym bro is doing it. It's about being smart. And if you're not smart enough to do it, finding someone who's smart enough to guide you. And that moves on to the next point, lack of guidance. 
Now, not everyone was as lucky as I was to have such positive male role models teach me how to lift from a young age. From the very first moment I stepped into the gym, and this is when I was small as shit and I was fucking benching 12s because my parents wouldn't let me go any higher because they thought I wouldn't grow. My dad was still there to help guide me. Now, did he really know a lot? Not a whole ton, but I, didn't, I knew less. So in my eyes, he was a fucking expert. And then I started working out at my high school and they hired a coach. And the coach taught me the basics. And then I joined the football team and I had six coaches who are all willing to pour their time and their heart and their soul into seeing me get better. Now, not everyone has that, but you do have the ability to seek it out. Now, if you're a younger fellow, it might be in the form of joining a sports team and getting some guidance that way from your coaches. If you're a little bit older, it might be finding someone online, someone like me who's offering you the tools and the guidance and the planning and the preparation and the intention and the mindset to make progress. You don't need to create your own workout plan. You don't need to figure out how to use the equipment by yourself. There are people out there who want to help. I want to help you. Don't fucking do it by yourself because you're gonna struggle. Regardless of what you do, whether you get the guidance or not, there's gonna be a period of eating shit it's up to you whether you want to minimize that period of eating shit or you just want to say, oh, we'll see how it goes. Now, if I've learned anything over my 22 years on this planet, setting amorphous goals with no direct time horizon, with no end date that you're shooting, I want to accomplish this by X date and then reverse engineering the timeline to get there, breaking it down into you have your big goal, then you have your macro goals, and then you have your micro goals. You do the micros on a daily basis, you do the macros on a weekly or a monthly basis, and after you've accomplished all those macro goals, boom, you've reached your goal, all right? So lack of knowledge, lack of guidance isn't a reason to avoid the gym. All right, so we've got, I'm gonna lump these last two together. We've got, it's simply change. Seasonal change, life change, transition, your Routine gets messed up. You just decide to, what, stop working out? It's raining outside, so you're not gonna go for a run. It's raining outside, so you can't do the pull-up workout at the park. It's, the weather is a, a little bit colder. Ah, let's just stay home and have a cup of hot chocolate and snuggle in bed. I don't know about you, but to me that sounds absolutely blasphemous. It sounds crazy. What do you do? Why? Why would you decide to shoot yourself in the foot because of something is something that you cannot control, right? Control the internals. The externals are out of your control, so why let it affect your decision making? Or better yet, why the fuck are you operating on autopilot and not even making decisions at all? The first step is consciously thinking through your actions. So if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I don't really, you just like, you're cold and you wanna chill and you just decide I'm gonna stay at home, I'm not gonna work out. Stop yourself, think about it. Think about what that leads to. Not working out one day, guess what? It's gonna be cold the next day too. Odds are it's winter. And the second day you decide to work out, now you're two days in, now you're forming a new habit. What did I say before? Habits are the foundation 
of being consistent and making progress. So if you're changing your habits to make it harder for you to make progress, doesn't make any sense. Control the internals, forget about the externals. Control the controllables. Don't be a victim of your situation. Create your situation. The same thing goes for life changes. You lost your job. You're getting relocated. Your family has some fucked up shit going on. Whatever, it doesn't need to be bad. It could be a good thing. You get a promotion or whatever, something happens. You're getting married. I don't know, you're having a baby. Those are externals. You still have the power to get your workout in. You still have the power to be consistent. You still have the power to make progress. It's simply, do you decide to put in the preparation and the intention to do? All right, those were my perceived limitations for consistently getting into the gym. I hope you received some value from this podcast and thanks for listening.